This is your announcer, Shannon Saint Mainframe, welcoming you to our IPA livecast. Rob just got back from Los Angeles on a red-eye flight earlier today, so he could pass out any minute. The good news is, we probably won't be able to tell the difference. Burn. Our IP live cast starts. Now. You got me, Shannon. She got me good. Welcome to RIP live cast. She got you pegged. Oh, no. Whoa. How dare she? I hope there was consent. I'm the top. That's an old phrase that you can't use anymore. Nice quaint saying. It's useless now. I mean, you could use it in front of your, like, parents. That's right. Anyone younger than that. Welcome to RAPL Livecast. There will be no pegging this evening, as far as I know. It's not on the rundown. Sorry, folks. Uh, sorry, folks. No pegging. Sorry, folks. Not gonna we be will not be pegging. Everyone's pegging now. I'm hearing all this about pegging. Why did you both immediately turn to Trump for that? I don't understand. Yeah, but I don't understand why that's like a Trumpism. Sorry, yeah, folks. Yeah, definitely. Folks, the folks thing. Obama started it and then Trump appropriated it. <laughs> uh, a lot of folks out here are pegging. Uh, <laughs> young kids love the pegging. Uh, but yeah, I did just get back from LA, which is why I'm wearing my Brooklyn Dodgers hat because fuck the LA Dodgers. Did you run into. Uh, you know, it's a, a color thing in uh, blue and oh, uh, yeah. red in uh, Los Angeles. Oh, that's a good point. I, 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 I should have reminded you before you went out there. Yeah, well, I stayed in, in uh, you know, Hollywood. Hollywood, which sounds much fancier than it was. <laughs> yeah. Because it was like, you know, there's Hollywood and uh, Vine, which is, you know, like that's where like Jimmy Kim Alive is taped. Right. It's like, you know, where the superheroes stand. It's like basically their Times Square. Mm-hmm. But then just half a mile down on Santa Hollywood, I mean, on Vine and uh, Santa Monica Boulevard, the where mm-hmm. I stayed, it's just regular ass L.A. Yeah. It's like not Hollywood at all. Well, so, every inch of it can't be like Roman's Chinese theater, you know? Yeah. Well, but it's so wild because it's like, look, there's like, uh, you know, homeless encampments and all that and. It's it's a bummer, but then a block later, it's the Netflix offices, <laughs> and then right. a block later, it's like a Taco Bell, a, you know, and then like Civilization again. So it's a very, and then the next block is the Paramount lot. It's it's very odd. I don't know. Now has that changed since you've been there? Because you've been to L.A. many times, once uh, definitely with me and Sid. Yeah. So yeah. is it new, well? The new Netflix experience? thing is new. Uh, Every, I feel like every experience is a, is a new experience just because it's less, uh, I don't know what the word, like, not, I don't want to say like Don, it's less, it feels less intimidating and like touristy and more familiar every time I go. So I, I always feel like I get a different kind of aspect and it's so massive that I constantly end up in a neighborhood that I've never been in or whatever. Like I went down to Long Beach to see this PCW show and it was really PCW a stand for Pacific coast wrestling. I didn't, and, I, uh, I hadn't heard of them until you mentioned this to me. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're like a cool, like super indie. They, they bring in Lucha stars and it was really cool. And it was interesting to be in that neighborhood. It felt like uh, Bushwick, but like, oh. like Bushwick before the gentrification when it was 90% Latino. Yeah, you showed me the the like some video for that you took from that show, mm-hmm. and uh, my instant 
gut reaction was it looks like they took a like a high quality ring, very nice looking ring, and put it in Our Lady of Guadalupe where they used to do those old old shows. Those yeah, it was like shirts. a big, it was like a big kind of yeah, like uh, that or yeah, some sort of community center. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and, it was, and I don't it, mean that mockingly. Well I love those types no. of shows. Honestly, I went to that. So I went to that in the night before. Uh, there's this new promotion called Circle Six, and they're kind of very much like if they're they're uh, going for the uh, like squared circle pit vibe, <laughs> sort of because they it's like metal and wrestling very much. Mm-hmm. Danny Loner, uh, the former touring guitarist of Nine Inch Nails, was the guest DJ for the night, which was really cool. Well, tell the and truth, dude. They stuff. they tried to use squared circle six, and you sued the shit out of them. <laughs> That's right. That's how you could afford that hat. So I didn't realize this, but so the, there's the you know franchise promotion circle six and then there's their sub niche thing called seven which is all death matches and that's what uh i went to watch and i personally like i'm not someone that would go out of my way to see death matches but i was invited and you know i met they're all very cool people the promoters and one of the wrestlers names was rob shit (laughs) <laughs> and I can no. no Rob, look it up. Rob, I, will, I will look it up. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. Let me, let and me I clarify. I tell you, I lost my pun intended shit. <laughs> let when- me clarify. I'm sorry. I got to interrupt you here. Uh, I'm not disputing the man is calling himself Rob shit. <laughs> I'm saying no way that's his real name. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's actually well, shit. It's. Slip shits or something. <laughs> so here, here's Rob shit, and I cannot tell you the fun I had starting chance for Rob shit. <laughs> I was, I was going, this is shit. This is, <laughs> <laughs> and like you know how Where is he? Uh, I don't see him. Uh, hold on, hold on. I'm lo- I'm loading them. When he botches, you gotta uh, you shit it up. You shit it up. <laughs> You shit up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like, you know, so he was doing kicks in the corner like Daniel Bryan would do. And when Daniel Bryan does them, the crowd chants, yes. So I started chanting, shit, <laughs> shit, shit. Were you the only one chanting? No, I got it. Everyone, uh-huh. everyone uh, was getting in on it. I put this guy over. I made this guy's career. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, so, so here's Rob shit. Let's see Rob shit in action. No, oh, no. <laughs> he looks just like Ron Jeremy. No, he's the belly button. The belly button has now escaped. The escape, he's reached the escape That's velocity right. of Ron Jeremy's navel. If Ron Jeremy's belly button was a deathmatch wrestler, would they let it out of prison on weekends to fight or no? Does it have to stay locked up with Ron? He deserves to earn a living. <laughs> Sins there. of the father and all that. It looks like Tim Heidecker if he was dressed uh, up oh, as yeah, that's uh, right. Flying Brian. Here Pilner. he's Rob McKnight. I guess I guess what? that's his that's his PG name. But that's bullshit. <laughs> the name is Rob Shit. <laughs> uh, is it S H I T Rob Shit? Yes. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. No, nothing clever. It's just pure old Rob Shit. Just pure shit. Uh, JSC asks, does he shit his pants? No, he does not. Oh. <laughs> it's going to be very relevant to my playlist oh. this week. El, El Duterino says Ron Jeremy's chest looks like my back. He's not wrong. He's His not chest, wrong. like your oh, back, like 
His Ron Jeremy's chest looks like Sid's back. Yes. Oh. I, I, not not Duderino's back. No. Why did he capitalize Sid only and no other word in that sentence? It's, he's probably on mo- mobile. I'm, I'm no, guessing. So I'm the, I'm uh, the only thing clip. in there that should be capitalized. What is he talking about? Like sudden infant death syndrome a lot and this phone remembered it or what's going on? <laughs> Anytime I do that, like if I'm writing SIDS and I don't include the apostrophe, <laughs> it, it auto caps it. That's so weird. I, I write SID all the time yeah. and I don't. You're a frequent topic of discussions. So. Oh, no. <laughs> It even capitalizes Sid now. I had to teach it that. Strange. Phones Uh, don't like me, I guess. All right. Also, I went to... uh, So I was at one of those shows. I ran into a buddy of mine who's also a metal journalist. Uh, and Jose Mangan. He, it was a Jose, <laughs> Jose Mangan. I think he's he was out of town. He was in Costa Rica or something. That's just what he told you. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> this fucking guy wants uh, to go over and eat my food. Get out of here. Unbelievable. Take Jose more Mangan. free lighters. <laughs> <laughs> I could use some. Uh, no, uh, he he was like, "Hey, did you hear that Cynic is playing tomorrow?" I was going to ask you like, about this, and I was like, "Oh, really?" He's, I was like, yeah, I guess I haven't seen them in a while. He's like, yeah, it's their first show in eight years. I'll do it. Uh, and and so this was during the, the same time as the PCW Ultra show. So I just uh, watched half of the wrestling show, got in my car, which uh, was a rental, and I ended up getting a Tesla. Uh, oh, I'll talk boy. about that in a minute. And... Uh, got up to North Hollywood and went there and it was pretty wild because uh, I did not have a ticket. I was like, whatever, I'll just buy a ticket. And when I got to the door, it was all sold out. I was like, ugh. all right, now I have to like find somebody. Don't you know Paul Masvidal? Well, yeah. So, I mean, I do know Paul Masvidal and I I was like, I want to find, uh, I need to find somebody to like walk me in or something. So you went on the local and, city Reddit to ask how to get into a wrestling show. <laughs> how to get into Cynic. Uh, no, oh, it, like literally the moment I walked out the door, I ran into somebody that I knew who used to live in New York and he just happened to have a spare ticket. He was like, oh yeah, you can have it. Thanks. It took you, two I seconds. I can't imagine knowing so many people Seriously. that you just run into them in a gigantic <laughs> city like Los Angeles. Well, but... It's within the context of a metal show of a a band that like we covered a lot and like the scene that uh, like so the the musicians that he has now as his session guys are guys that were in up and coming bands that we championed a lot. So like I know a lot of I knew I guess that champion didn't didn't really do much for those bands. If not, well, it got it got him this gig. What do you mean? No, it's all right. He left uh, the faceless. It was for the best. Uh, the bassist of the faceless left the faceless. <laughs> Say that five times fast, please. Uh, the basis of the faces left the faces. 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 Very good. Now do it without being in character as a 1930s gangster. The basis of the faces. Damn it. I fucked up. I can't do it. I got to do the voice. The voice helped it, I think. Turn into Edward G. Robinson. Yeah, see the faceless. Yeah, see the faces of the faceless. <laughs> I love the faceless. 
Dudorino says, once you've given up your metal injection, Rob gets into a lot less places. Well, yes. uh, didn't didn't prove true today uh, or at Cynic. So that was really exciting. And it was cool because uh, I ran into so many people that I, I knew. And it felt like a, a little mini reunion with all like, you know, I hadn't seen these people in forever. And, the, you know, for one thing, they live in L.A. And uh, for another, I don't really go to shows. So it was really great to connect with a bunch of people and also get props from the local L.A. metalheads. Uh, and it was like one of those things while I was online. Uh, someone's like, hey, man, you're a metal injection, right? And I was like, yep, that's me. Cool. Uh, and, you know, I was like, oh, you probably, you know, uh, read the site or whatever. Uh, and, and and in a way, I was like almost uh, eye rolly because it's uh, like, oh, he doesn't know, like he doesn't know my name. He just knows metal. But OK, fine, fine. <laughs> but I, I bit my tongue because he got he, his next line was I've I was watching back when it was 30 minute episodes. He goes, you guys got me into death. <laughs> you got me into Cynic. And I used to watch everything all the time. And I loved the Moscow Metal Minute. And so <laughs> I was like, at, at this point, I was like, okay, you're my best friend. <laughs> that made me so happy. And also, he mentioned the Growl-Off, he said. That was the first yeah, well, that episode was the, I was in. Yeah, that was the episode where we played Death. And that was the first time he heard Death. So. Wow. Uh, we got him into it, and then so that was really cool. Wasn't there a uh, growl off, and then Noah won, and we like superimposed the sound on her, like we ADR. Yeah, you know? so like the uh, everyone did an actual growl, and then for Noah, it was like a lion growl, <laughs> and everybody was like, "Oh my god, blown away! She's amazing." <laughs> I think that's actually on YouTube. Let's see. Dudorino said he's forgotten that growl off. You were well within your rights to forget it because it was 2004. Jesus. Rob, if you play that clip, will Metal Injection give us a copyright strike? I mean, they could. <laughs> it's possible. We're back here on Metal Injection. And I'd like oh, my God. There's me. Metal Injection growl off. Oh, that's, that's definitely a copyright infringement. <laughs> Didn't I do a Chuck Schuldiner impression in this also? Yeah. Scariest. That was the thing. Like, uh, you kind of uh, people you off. kind of burned Chuck Schuldiner pretty bad in this growl. I did? But How did I burn him? I don't remember this. Let's see. Let's see. I think I just did an accurate impression. He has a weird voice. We'll win a special prize, which is in this very pocket. Let's start with our first contestant. Look at how not gigantic my, my stomach is. radio show. Our <laughs> radio show, the worst radio show in the world. I got Darren. Darren, say some more. Hi. Um, I'd like to dedicate this growl to the world's first and only gay death metal oh. man, Chuck from Death. I said he was gay. Is this that why? you, Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't even remember doing that. I thought, can I say something here, by the way? I This is 100% true. I legitimately thought he was gay. That was not a... There are he, rumors that he's gay. That was not me being been... funny or, like, shocking. I legitimately thought he was gay, and I thought I, w I was making a joke, like, by saying that, but not at his expense that he was gay. I mm -hmm. thought, I really thought he was gay. Yeah. There's and it was, there was rumors, I... right? I'm not imagining that. Yeah, yeah. There's some lyrics. You could, you could, uh, if you Google your way through it, you could see like lyrics that seem like uh, th suggesting that he may have been uh, gay or some kind of questioning. Yeah. 
but yeah, so let, let, let's get back to the I want to defend myself on that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, this is from 20 years ago now, so right, keep that in still, mind. Folks. Still, As I you think, can tell by the video quality. I, don't, I think even 20 <laughs> years ago, I wouldn't have made fun of somebody like that, like in that way. Mm-hmm. with his Chuck from Death tribute of a growl. Up next is the mighty Ryan from the even mightier Grail. Ryan, say some oh, words. I'd like to dedicate this one to all the exploding whales across the world. Ryan's dedicating this growl to the whales. Ryan? Ryan was always a great growler. He looks, this guy sort of looks like if me and the wrestler Roadkill had a son. (laughs) It's creepy. Get off the stage. Get off the stage. Get off the stage. Uh, what I thought mine was this was, <laughs> this was recorded at Fastlane Studios. Too. Oh my god! The mighty Eddie from the even mightier Oh no! This guy's band was Oh, this guy. Fuck off! Eddie always knows that he has to curb the cursing. Thanks, Eddie. You piece of shit. All right. So, so here we go, Eddie. Give us your. Why do you have to curb, curb the cursing? I don't know either. On public action. <laughs> the, the golf clap. I, I'd like to introduce. She's the sexiest woman in metal. Oh, aside no. from Karen Crisis, the skankiest woman alive. Oh no! Oh, from the mighty. Oh, that's, that's a very dated. That's a very bad. Noah's, of course, a clear underdog. Noah, give us that growl. That we know. You Noah know. doesn't even respond you to being called skanky growl, at all. Right? Sure, give it to us. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real burp or not? I think I think everybody knows who the undisputed winner is. It's Noah from Metal Injection. Oh no! Maybe oh, next week. What wait, a crude wait. show this is. <laughs> we want. We oh, yeah. were saying it to Rob, which is right here in my pocket. Wait! Don't oh worry. my God! Oh no! <laughs> oh my God! I was so skinny. Okay. You're ripped. Never mind. What the fuck is that? Is that six pack on Robert? I, young Robert? I had ridiculous body. Like I thought I was fat during this time. Uh, like I can't <laughs> believe the body dysmorphia I had. Got to get to the uh, prize, which is right here in my Holy pocket. Holy cow! Yeah, pause it. <laughs> Look at that. Yeah, you got indentations. I, mean, in I have a bit of a gut, but yeah, like no, I could. If I this is with zero gym. At all, like if I like did anything. Oh, to, God. did you Photoshop Ron Jeremy's uh, belly button onto your nipple? What's going on up there? Oh, like, what it looks like. This oh. is like this is a this isn't even a 2004 camera. This is like a 1998 camera. <laughs> like you cannot trust anything we're looking at here. Okay, <laughs> Rob, uh, <laughs> you're also. <laughs> it's not, like I said, you can't trust anything you're looking at. Here. I don't trust you. Uh, you're doing sort of like a half game show host, half Christopher Walken impression in this thing, too. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, What's your voices you used to do? We are doing a growl off. We're doing a growl off today. No, let me see your titties. <laughs> Rob didn't say that part. I didn't say that. Right, I, I didn't know, say that. Uh, J J S C uh, says this was filmed on a potato. It really was. It was filmed on like a, I believe like um, it was one of those tapes that you had to. There was like a tiny tape that you put in a VHS <laughs> tape. 
Like I, I think eight. It was an eight, not eight millimeter, five millimeter. I forget what it's called, but that was what that was. Maybe the fourth episode we ever did, third or fourth episode of Metal Injection we ever did. That was a very, very early two thousand four, maybe even late two thousand three. Uh, can I also add something about Eddie from Fecal Corpse? Uh, wasn't mm-hmm. there another episode where he went to? some club and uh, some show yes. was going on and he went around like doing sort of a bit where it was like man in the street like sort of like triumph mm-hmm. there was a comic dog or whatever just talking to people yes and trying to be funny but all he was doing was going up to like 15 year old girls and like kind of hitting on them I oh, thought. No. asking them to give him a blowjob like yeah. who's oh. gonna give him a blowjob that was the bit and then and the bit ends with somebody giving him a blowjob, like simulated. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, simulated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, POV. She just going. put her head down, and but you don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't like, really do it. Like the girl in that Ron Jeremy photo. And yeah. um, I feel like uh, this was already when I was kind of uh, not even like caring about school. Like I was like right about to drop out and i'm pretty sure i submitted that video <laughs> as like a tv project to to one of my professors which oh. like what an idiot i was unbelievable well, <laughs> like, I thought this was like, and on top of that this woman was a uh, the professor like, was a woman it was a woman <laughs> who, was, who was a dominican immigrant and a lesbian, <laughs> and oh. a lesbian. So you can only imagine how much she must have loved watching this. You're talking about uh, me burning Chuck Schuldiner. Oh my god, you're way worse say, than I, me. I, I, I did not pass the class. <laughs> wow, I got um, no credit for the class. I was gonna say, like, but on the other hand, if you're dropping out of school anyway, who cares? Like, what's the big deal? Yeah, I, well, why, I why are you an idiot if you didn't care? You're an idiot if you cared about. Oh the no, class I, I'm an out. I'm an idiot that I even submitted that yeah i guess yeah well, I, I mean i don't know you if you expected <laughs> a good grade and submitted that yes you're an idiot if you don't give a shit yeah i didn't give a shit who cares yeah, i guess you didn't give a shit. i think i actually had that professor for a class too she was a very serious person she oh, did yeah. not yeah she would no not i remember there was one class that got completely derailed because we were talking about like what is art mm-hmm. like the meaning of art and things in the world that are art and some students said that Michael Jordan, the way he plays basketball, is art. This was like in Michael Jordan's heyday. This is probably late 90s, whatever. And uh, she was not having it. She refused <laughs> to accept that sports could be art. And it like derailed the whole class because neither the student nor the teacher would let it fucking go. And that was yeah. just the rest of the class, just them arguing about if Michael Jordan dunking was art. It was so fucking stupid. And I know that for a fact that if Rob was in that class, he would have brought up pro wrestling as art. <laughs> miss, miss, you have you haven't seen RVD though. Like seriously, like just watch, <laughs> watch this match. But here have I have Hayabusa, miss. <laughs> but here I ha- luckily I have his website on my proto cell phone here in 1997. <laughs> you can look at his matches. Which we gotta have to wait a three and a half hours for one minute of it to load, and then we can watch it. <laughs> and it's just a video of a guy asking fifteen-year-old girls if they blow RVD. <laughs> Rob just wouldn't let that go. But to be fair, that's what Rob Van Dam requested to be on his website. So. <laughs> well, he's like, "Hey, man, can we re- like recreate that video? It was great that metal injection video. I loved it. Let's do one." It was but like with that me. time. That was like when Dave Grohl stopped Rob because he recognized him. <laughs> RVD stopped. He's like, "You're the guy that filmed that video of the dude asking girls to blow him, right?" I've so, I've shown that to all my friends. Me I just has got- watched that backstage <laughs> all the time. We love it. Me and Roadkill. 
<laughs> I just got a vision of Rob at the barbecue with Dave Grohl, and Dave Grohl comes up to him and says, "Hey, I recognized you from blah blah blah," but it was the metal injection <laughs> growl off or whatever. Imagine he was that. What would you? I mean, I mean, imagine if Dave Grohl said that to you—that he was so into your work that you he watched your public access shit or the Moscow. Uh, yeah, I would have been blown things. away. Yeah. Uh, EP Zeroni zero nine. EP Zeroni. <laughs> fucking uh, extra on the Sopranos. I, my. <laughs> I'm still on L.A. I don't know where I am. He asked, if you had to choose Meshuggah or Dream Theater, this is a very easy choice for me personally because I never really got into Dream Theater uh, specifically because I do not like James LeBree's vocals. Yeah. Uh, and Meshuggah is one of my all-time, all-times. Like maybe my third favorite band of all time. Third or fourth, I would say. Somewhere around there. Very high up. So easy peasy Meshuggah. I saw Meshuggah earlier this year. Easy peasy is also not how you pronounce his username, Rob. Come on. <laughs> uh, and so, uh, yeah, I love Meshuggah. Look, he's he's dunking on you. How you said, <laughs> how you said his username? Zeroni. <laughs> look, look. That's, that's pretty tough. Dyslexic. He's going to fuck you up, Rob. That's the name of the cocktail he had at his L.A. brunch today before he flew in. <laughs> and I see Pizzeroni. And I see Pizzeroni. Uh, no. Also, I got to give a big shout out. To the Hampton Inn where I stayed. <laughs> what? You doing uh, live reads for hotels now? No, I'm not doing a live read for the hotel. I'm doing a live read for the incredible staff at that hotel. Like to the point that I am going to leave a review. Name <laughs> because, one of them. Uh, what? No. <laughs> it's such so an crazy. opportunity to just say like Fred. Was a really Maria. Nice you <laughs> Maria. Easily oh, of course, Maria. Nice job. Yeah, of course, Ron. Maria. Yes, of course. <laughs> it's a, It's L.A. <laughs> Oh, Every one of them was uh, named Hey You. <laughs> hey, I didn't interact with them. That's the thing. Uh, they were so good. So the breakfast buffet, you know, like every, not every hotel, but you know, when you get to a, if you're if you're above a two star hotel, if you're not staying at like an inn, they'll be like, oh, we got breakfast, you know, and and it could be, it could range from some muffins and coffee to what uh what the Hampton Inn had. So they would have fresh eggs every day. I, I, I stayed there three days. Each day, there was a different meat. One day, it was a sausage patty. One day, wow. it was uh, bacon. And one day, it was like sliced Polish sausage, which was genuinely like really good. And I, I like every day, I was like, I'm just going to go down and get a coffee and maybe like a yogurt or something and then eat later. But then everything looks so good that I ended up having a full meal and they have a waffle maker there and they're always on top of like refilling everything. I was, I was just very impressed. I've had some bad hotel breakfast <laughs> experiences. So I, I'm very impressed with their effort here. Can I say that? Is that so wrong? What? waffles to pancakes we go <laughs> for the listeners we're just looking at Rod jeremy again oh my god uh, <laughs> i just want the meat <laughs> but yeah i did get a tesla uh so I, I i just rented a compact car you know i got the cheapest uh 
<laughs> Quick man comment says, I just lost my appetite. <laughs> By the way, before we move on, I just love that the sure. way Rob ranks a staff of a hotel is by how little they interact with yeah them. they stayed away from <laughs> that's me not, <laughs> that's not why it's good no i was impressed <laughs> with how they constantly kept up and shit kept kept it going but all you've uh, mentioned is the breakfast buffet well they were the ones do, like they were cooking it and stuff you know like there was a whole staff there maintaining it and make and it was like it was so, like a woman would come out and like clean the counter like they were they were on top of their shit it was a well-run operation uh Pizzeroni uh, thinks our video is going to get demonetized rob <laughs> why is that uh because you called the staff person maria <laughs> or because of ron jeremy <laughs> well the right, last one maria in that photo the last one escaped i'm uh, sure we should, you couldn't have put more Ron Jeremy into that one. If Alyssa was like three uh, yeah. straight hours of Ron Jeremy's nipple and, and belly button. <laughs> so, yeah, I did rent a Tesla. Uh, not intentionally. I didn't have the intention of doing it. I just, you know, rented the cheapest compact car rental. And it was at a Hertz. And the guy was just like, hey, yeah, just go wait on that line and they'll give you a car. You just wait on a line, and then, like, they kept just hauling in cars, like, bringing in, like, a uh, whatever, you know, a Toyota, a Mazda, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, there was this family ahead of me, and they wanted an SUV, so they kept waiting for an SUV to come by. And then the guy's like, does anybody want a Tesla? Uh, and at first, I was like, nah, I don't, I don't want to deal. Like, the reason I didn't want one, uh, besides I despise Elon Musk now, uh, is... I was just worried about charging it, you know, because you, you, don't, you don't want it to drive off a bridge by itself. You don't want to drive. Well, I wouldn't. The, the only way it would drive off a bridge, off it's, I wouldn't turn the autopilot on. I would I I would, would not trust it at all. Well, I was just joking, uh, but I have heard that it has turned itself on while the people were driving. I could believe it because the software is not fresh. <laughs> uh, yeah. So then, so I, at first I, I thought I guess that I'm like, when am I ever going to have another opportunity to fucking drive a Tesla? Why not? Just go for it. So I got it. And immediately like, this isn't a car. It's a gadget. It's you're traveling in an iPhone. Okay. Not made by not Apple. And so I, I to be fair, like my review that I'm about to give, is for the base model of the cheapest Tesla. It's the Model 3, which is like the entry-level Tesla that they're trying to get like the everyday consumer to buy. It's like 35 grand or something like that as the base model. So it doesn't have any of the bells and whistles. One of the cameras was busted, so I couldn't even do the autopilot. Oh. Because uh, the whole thing is it has cameras all around the the right, uh, right. car to be able to detect when to do lane changes and stuff. And, and so, uh, and also it took me 20 minutes to even like get out of the uh, parking lot just to figure out how to use the car. Uh, and uh, so there was a big learning curve. They, they don't like, it's such a, also what I don't like about it is it feels like a startup. Like it feels like a disrupt culture kind of thing because I feel every car that I've been in, you know, this, the speedometer is there. This is there. Everything is different in a Tesla. Everything is within this. There's a giant iPad and that's the only console you have. 
like there's nothing behind the steering wheel to indicate your speed or you know how fast you're going or not how fast you're accelerating uh nothing like that it's all in the like giant ipad in the middle and and also it's kind of weird with like the controls like if you want to turn your lights on or 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 you know the heat or whatever and the thing is this car is absolutely just made for speeding what i did like about it is the acceleration and the de-acceleration it was very very fun to drive it was a very smooth drive it felt very much like driving a car like like a bmw like same kind of very easy uh easy kind of drive and i actually did speed ridiculously on the highway late at night like i went over 100 without even oh, like God. doing it to the point that i got pulled over <laughs> Man. <laughs> which like you, you. Says, did you know how fast you're going no i can't read this fucking thing i don't know i have <laughs> no idea uh that is what i said and uh that's what got me out of a ticket i think oh uh because if i admitted how fast i was going i'm admitting guilt so then boom that's it it's Thank you, Musk. it's in the next uh, uh, twitter files well, well I, I i was like oh they were like do you know how fast you were going and i was like oh no i, I don't <laughs> She's like, oh, we clocked you at 105. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and I, right. I Wait. swear, Go ahead. it felt like I was going like 75. Well, that's whatever. what and I was going to gonna clear, ask I'm you. Not, I'm not. It was a completely empty highway, too. The, like, this was L.A. at like midnight or one in the morning, you know. And so, uh, go, go ahead, Darren. Do you have a question? Uh, yeah, I was going to ask, like, were you consciously trying to speed or did you just lose yes. track? <laughs> yeah, like I was just like, oh, let me see what this could do. And I put it into, like, sport mode uh, and, and was I was being a dipshit. <laughs> like, right. I was actively being a dipshit. Were you on, uh, under the influence of marijuana? No. Uh, mar- no. No, no, no. I, <laughs> Wait, I so not- what? She was under the influence of eight drugs, but not that. I was not. I was not under anything. I actually the reason I was thinking about this is because I was so relieved that I didn't smoke, because if I did and I got pulled over, it would have been a nightmare. (laughs) It would have been. So the thing is, here's the here is the one mistake that I made. She asked me, do you know how fast you're going? I do not know how fast I was going. I explained that I'm a uh, I'm just traveling from New York. I must have gotten carried away. I've never had a Tesla. I, I've never even been on an open road like this. I'm used to New York traffic. I didn't realize how fast I've, I was going. I've never been on an open road. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! Uh, how hard did her, boy from how hard did her eyes roll? <laughs> she bought no. She was like, no, yeah, I, I understand. It is kind of because there. I don't know. Whatever she she yeah. sympathized. Bless her heart. Here in Los Angeles, uh, where there's famously no traffic whatsoever, yeah. <laughs> at, at, at this time of night there isn't. I know. Uh, so my mistake was. She goes, "Have you had anything to drink?" I should have just said no. And and also and honestly, I I actually was responded honestly. I was like, I had one beer. She was like, "All right, well, because you said you drank, we now have to go through." every fucking test <laughs> to prove uh-huh. that you were sober enough to drive and this was the most torturous fucking thing because now i'm like getting anxious and i'm like rob calm down you don't want to be so anxious that she's going to think you're drunk you might which fail is only getting me more anxious <laughs> You might fail a test and you didn't even get the joy of drinking and getting fucked up <laughs> right right <laughs> 
And and like uh you know, she first did the thing where she flashes the light bulb in my and like follow my pen, which was a whole fucking like it was she went the distance with it. And and I was being as polite as possible, but I'm just like, come on, like what more do I have to fucking do? Like she had me lift one leg <laughs> for like 30 seconds, Piss put it down, lift cup. the other. And at one point I'm like, I'm not drunk, but I don't have the endurance for this. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what are you like this? Like, I'm you know, like, calm, like, leave me alone. But you were uh, also clearly in the wrong and could have been given a ticket. So shouldn't you just absolutely? Be I'm not, that, uh, this is all to, she's to be clear. You? To be it's clear, this stuff. was all like I, I did not externalize these feelings at yeah. all. I was being polite and like, well, yes, whatever you need, absolutely, totally, you know, I'm sorry, yada yada. But like, I'm like, let's go. And then she was like, all right, well. I thought I was going to get a ticket. I think that would, that's where my anxiety was getting an out of state speeding ticket because I just assumed my insurance would skyrocket. They didn't even give me a fucking ticket. My that's white not, privilege saved yeah, me again. That's exactly right. <laughs> my white. <laughs> my white. <laughs> she was just like, just make sure you go home. Go right home and don't do it. I'm like, that's exactly where I was going. <laughs> like, I, I was just heading home from a concert. Uh, and then I, so this was the last night I was there. And so I had to charge my, my car because the car battery was at like 20 under 20%. And that's when they recommend you charge it. Now here, here's what I learned about charging with a regular traditional gas vehicle. When you're out of gas, go to the gas pump, pump some gas, full tank again, takes about what? Five minutes, Right. Sure. Five minutes to be a, to give a full charge for an electric vehicle to get it fully charged requires eight hours. <laughs> it requires like at most like you would at minimum you need to charge it for like one hour to get like a good amount of juice to get like a hundred miles or something like that. I didn't know that. This, I feel like this is the kind of flaw of an all electric vehicle in the sense of you can only have one of these if you have a house or some sort of parking situation where you can yeah. just charge it every night. Or that's, that's the only like way, way more work. convenient that way. Yeah. Well, the real yeah, flaw yeah, yeah. is that there aren't charging stations everywhere because then you could fill up for like 10 minutes and get enough to get to somewhere that has another charging right. station if you need so, it. So here's the thing. It's two and it's one, now it's like one thirty two in the morning, and I'm you already just like open up grinder and search by uh, who has a charging station. By Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> Can you do that? Is that an option? You go get laid, and while you're getting laid, the car charges at this person's house. Trade dick for energy. Yeah. Well, in the Tesla navigation system, you can search to find where there's a charger. Okay. okay. So it pointed me to one thing, which was like a few blocks. So first I go to my hotel and then I'm like, all right, I want to find a close one. So I could just walk back to my hotel. And uh, I I found one. It wasn't working. I go to like another lot. I don't even see a charger. Finally, I find this parking lot that has a ton of chargers. And uh, uh, so I, I go to one charger. There's two different brands of chargers i go to one charger i go i have to sign up for an app you know it's like a whole thing like a parking app essentially you sign you have to put in your credit card yada yada how much is it i'm cost? all signed up uh well the the good thing i will say is a full charge costs about ten dollars oh, which okay in in la the gas prices were like six dollars a gallon should have been like 
to fill up a gallon uh, to fill up a, a car it would be like 50 60 dollars yeah. you know so you do save a ton of money uh and so i go and i'm ready and i open the the charging thing in my car which took forever to figure out how to do and then i go to to put the the charger in and it's a completely different plug and i'm like what the fuck you got an what's android tesla here? yeah what's going on <laughs> so then i go to the other models and i i uh, uh go and it's a it's a it's a different plug but still not the plug that i need <laughs> and i'm like what the fuck and now it's now it is two in the morning i'm like this is post getting pulled over. I'm fucking tired. And I'm like, what is going? I'm like searching on my Tesla. I'm looking up YouTube instructionals on how to like charge the car. Long story sh short, I go to the parking attendant and I'm like, do you have actual Tesla chargers here? And he's like, yeah, they're Tesla chargers. And I'm like, oh, they don't plug in. And by my stroke of luck, the person who was pulling out to pay his ticket was in a Tesla. And he told me that I need a converter. Where the fuck am I going to get a converter? Was there one like in the well, box that you didn't realize? There was one in the in the front, the front trunk, <laughs> which I was just like, all right, maybe I mean, like there has to be one here, right? Like, like yeah. it seems like this is so I learned that there is no standard in electric vehicle charging, which seems fucking insane to me. Yeah. How do these companies have different charge? Like, how do you not standardize this thing that like, imagine if like your gas tank had different fucking holes that you had to put in a, you had to go in your trunk and put it like, what the fuck? This is the dumbest thing I've ever, like once I got it going, like I was like, oh, I'm so relieved, but this is, this is such bad user experience <laughs> like the worst user experience yeah uh jsc 315 says that's mostly a tesla problem i can totally see that because that's the other thing i don't like about it every everything about their software is proprietary you can't do car play you can't do everything has to be the tesla thing and their shit isn't that good also uh the car felt a little cheap oh. like the the doorknobs feel really flimsy <laughs> And like everything has the appearance of like chic, but it's like 99 cents chic, you know, like that's about right. The so in conclusion, I will say I like the con the idea of an electric vehicle. I would not get a Tesla. I would consider getting an electric vehicle from an actual car maker that has yeah. fucking years of experience making cars and isn't just making a toy. Like that's what it kind of felt like a toy. It didn't feel like a real car, but it was, it was, it was sleek. It was comfortable. The seats were great. Yada, yada, yada. But it wasn't a car. I want to try like the Ford electric car or, or, you know, all these newer ones. Cause I do think it's really cool and figure out this charging situation. Jesus fucking Christ. Everybody in the chat seems to think that's only a Tesla issue. I see. There's two people saying it's a Tesla problem. Yeah. JSC and TTAM say everyone, but right. Okay. I, I can believe it because the, uh, the, the 
charging stations. One of them even had two separate chargers, neither of which fit the Tesla. I'd like to know what EP Zeroni thinks about the charger situation. Before I <laughs> yes, lock in how right. I feel, I need his take. I think EP Zeroni bounced. <laughs> he seemed to think that, well, they, I don't know if it was a he, but that uh, this was like a metal show. Yeah, he was, <laughs> he was asking, asking metal questions. specific questions. Did you guys see this album that I just listened to? Maybe he's no. in Glass Casket. They're getting oh. back together, Rob. Did you see that? Are you excited? I did. I'm actually very, very excited to hear what what's going on, and, and most of the band is back too. So, uh, yeah, I, I hope uh, I hope it's good. And Cynic was very good too. By the way, I didn't I didn't actually talk about it, but they played their first album, Focus, uh, from beginning to end because it's the 30th anniversary of the album. So that was really really cool to see. Damn, wasn't that by Hocus Pocus? Yeah. Focus. That too dated no. of a reference. <laughs> it might be. That's the one that goes yodi 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 yodi. Now the yodeling thing, right? Mm. Oh, oh. Sounds right. I think. Also, Let's... Darren, I listened to a lot of 808 State while I was out there. Oh, so glad I could recommend that for you. Even though yeah. I had never heard a, a single song of that. It's so good. It's so good. I knew from the it genre of what it was that you'd like it. Mm-hmm. I think you'll love my my choice today too. Ooh, yeah, I I, uh, I previewed it before the show. Fun, fun little ditty. We'll talk about it in a bit. It's relevant to our but, uh, frequent show topics. We can talk about some metal news. Oh, cool! Uh, and that is that uh, Pantera's uh, yeah. Phil Anselmo fucked around, and now he has found out. <laughs> Uh, and so Pantera has been pulled from two German festivals, Rock M Ring and Rock Im Park. What did uh, that old there's... scamp do now? Oh, you know, what happened was a bunch of people were like, Hey, this guy fucking threw up a zig hail and shattered Again? light power. No, it's no, 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 years ago, oh. from, from years ago, like the, right. the incident at the Dime Bash. And these festivals are in Germany, and Germany now a little sensitive after after the Second World War, believe it or not, they have very strict, very very strict anti-white nationalist laws. But like my point is, do they do they is it just based on people associating him with that, or are they scared he's going to do it again? Like they cannot take the chance. Yeah, it might be both. Here, here is the thing. Vienna here, here, also didn't did Austria. Yes. So after that, the, the, these two were the first, and then Vienna also dropped them. Yeah. And so um, here's what Wood Blabbermouth wrote. Most of the backlash stemmed over the fact that Anselmo made Nazi-style salute while he performed at the 2016 Dime Bash. It's crazy how much time has passed. Uh, that it's it's already now seven years. It feels like longer to me. Uh, I don't know. Uh, let's see. He also appeared to say white pa- appeared to say no. He said white power as he made the gesture, but later claimed he was joking about drinking white wine backstage and was reacting to the audience members in the front who he says were taunting him. Right. I forgot that he gave like first he gave the thing like, oh, there's a joke about white wine. And then he said like, oh, there were people in the front that were like mocking me and so that i gave them exactly what they wanted which is like what 
Yeah. Uh, so there was an additional criticism with regard to the fact that Rock and Ring takes place in Nuremberg, where Hitler supporters held a series of mass Nazi party rallies between 1933 and 1938. <laughs> so they were like, hey, maybe cancel Pantera's appearance at the festivals. The German Green Party said in the Nuremberg City Council mm -hmm. that Anselmo repeatedly and deliberately made Nazi gestures and yelled racist slogans. This is fact. Come uh, on, a man. It was just a party. It's a Nazi party. <laughs> it's right there in the name, man. Be fair. Come on. A spokeswoman for the Greens Against Racism and Right-Wing Extremism added that the former Nazi party premises were being deliberately misused for staging and reproduction of racist and inhuman ideology. Well, that... Right. You know what? I, I think this is a little like stretching it, but... I'm a, I mean, yeah, don't whatever. fucking do a Nazi salute. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not a hill I want to uh, die on. Yeah. Like, I'm not. Exactly. Uh, so they asked them to reconsider the uh, invitation. And, and so they did. I think, look, you're going to this is going to happen. And what's so interesting is, uh, first of all, when this story came out, I was so glad that I'm no longer doing day to day news posts because this would have just been so fucking annoying like dealing with these dumbass fucking commenters like i saw some i don't know if it was on twitter like i saw this one comment like oh yeah like germans should really be talking about this kind of stuff it's like what that's the point, <laughs> like, that's they the point. Should be yeah yes they it. should be yeah like by stopping like, it like, well like who are or like it was like who are germans to talk like there's some of the racist people all the time like yes exactly that's why they're trying to like move away from this yeah i thought there'd be like pantera fans in the comments blaming you for this because of the signal boost that you gave to the story when it first happened yeah, let's see what's going on in the in the comments. On so, like, but like, what are that what, stomping grounds? That person who says, you know, Germans have no place to talk. Like, what do they think the German people are saying? Like, our Nazis are better than your Nazis. Like, what are they? What is their so, okay. argument? So, on, on here's here's some comments. Here's some here's some dumb comments. Oh, I, I can't wait. They miss the old Nazis. I hope I have some supporters in here. <laughs> <laughs> people used to uh, love me so much. <laughs> he goes cancel oh this is from alan lingus <laughs> oh i get it it's an anagram uh cancel culture the woke hive mind <laughs> and NPCs are very real <laughs> it is now woke hive mind to be anti -Nazi. and the npcs npcs of course we've uh, discussed non-playable characters uh, correct are very real I know it's hard to believe, but you can like a band and not condone everything that each band member has done in the past. Uh, and then somebody responds sarcastically. Then how am I going to display my performative outrage and single to the other NPCs that I'm one of them? It's Just, so funny to me that they're talking about NPCs being performative when this is all performative. Like right. they are doing exactly what they're accusing the woke hive mind of doing. I know a way you can show. Just go on a stage and put your hand up in the goose step uh, signal yeah. and say, what? <laughs> well, expect this shitty festival to drop half their attendance. Looks like they were the only good band on the bill. Is that I true? Defend... Weren't they no, replaced by the Foo well, Fighters? Yeah, there's, oh, I think okay. they're saying this because they were the only metal band on the bill. Rock oh, and really? Ring is like a very mainstream, like, oh, you know, mainstream rock kind of oh. festival. 
uh, like like the other band, Kings of Leon, Tenacious D, like bands like that. Evanescence, Incubus, Papa Roach, Rise Against, Limp Biscuit. So it's the, like, the funny know. thing is, like you'd think you'd think in a situation like this that like other bands would try to stand up for Pantera. It's like, no, this is censorship. If you're if you're gonna kick them off for something like this, we're not gonna play either. But like, doesn't seem like there's <laughs> yeah. any of that, right? W- which one? Which one of those bands? Limp Bizkit? <laughs> they need I, the money. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, fair. By the way, uh, NPC stands for No Pantera Concert. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, get in the comments and reply with that. Make a fake username. That's too good. Oh, here's a good one. German Greens. <laughs> oh, de- no. Destabilizing Germans' life for Kremlin's money for decades. Oh, okay. <laughs> what? I don't so this even is the get Kremlin. that one. This is the act of the Kremlin. Oh, the Russians are doing the Green this? Party. The Green Party in Germany are just working for the Kremlin, he's saying. And they don't like Pantera? The Kremlin yeah, well, the Green Party rep. Yes. It warms my heart that oh, uh, oh, oh, incoherence Sorry. of uh, comment sections transcends country. Yes, like they is. all have their own wacky idiots. Well, these are American comments. Well, he was talking know. about Germany's uh, parties. So I figured it was a German guy. Like, who the fuck oh, knows okay. that over oh, here? Uh, here's what. So there's. I, I don't. I want to be clear. There are anti-Pantera comments as well. Like, did any of you read the statement? Blah blah blah. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then uh, somebody writes, band who used racist imagery for years, shocked that fans might indeed be racist. Now look for the boomer mental gymnastics to justify said racism. And wouldn't you know it, here's some mental gymnastics. They're just limbering up now, getting ready for the pommel horse. Go. He goes, uh, ha ha, coming from Germany, it's funny because while they act woke, they actually have a domestic policy that is corrupt in Russian and horrifying relationships with other leaders, such as Belarus and some African dictatorships, almost hooked us into a third world war in Ukraine because this time they won't defend their own continent. But I guess they can take the moral high ground on a rock concert. What's what that? are you talking about? Like, yeah. like the person deciding uh, about the Ukraine war is also deciding if Pantera is playing? Yes, there's one person in Germany and they do everything. <laughs> Angela same- Metal, that's her name. <laughs> she was she replaced uh, julia when she stopped being a vj <laughs> angela metal it was her and uh a metal sanaz did you see her in la rob i did not it's been no. a while since i've seen her but i feel like there was like a nam or something like the last nam i went to i saw her how's she doing it's fine i don't know looking good I, I, still she looks the same you know she hasn't damn that's 20 years lips, ago l- lips are a little plumper yeah which lips ellie look <laughs> oh no oh i only saw one set she got an infection you didn't look at her face at all <laughs> <laughs> i figured maybe you give her a, l- a little tonguey tonguey to get your tesla charged <laughs> uh. <laughs> first person you called oh she's on instagram see. <laughs> you should follow her no, it'll make her day. Well, let's see. Like you guys tell me, we're now no playing boy. what used to be Noah's favorite game. Let's judge a woman. <laughs> sure. Well, we could do it politely. I honestly don't remember what Metal Sinaz used to look like. So she was hot. 
She was a uh, a Iranian. Uh, um, she probably still is Iranian. She's, she's right. <laughs> still is Iranian. That's a good point. Uh, here we go. I was looking for the Ron Jeremy thing, but I'll spare you. you <laughs> well, she doesn't look the same at all as I remember. I thought she yeah. was dark, darker than that. This is an extremely important message. So do not pass. Okay, I don't want to make. You know, she's doing a, about the Iranian. Right. Iran, uh, right. Well, that. But what if they're all about that? No. Is there any under any messages saying how well, she's a wokester? <laughs> oh, that's a good. I guess she that that's her kind of deal right now is to do the Iranians. But hey, I think that's actually pretty commendable. Okay, good for her. Yeah, I got nothing bad to say about her. She was cool. Yeah, she looks. I think she looks basically how she's looked. Yes, she's. I honestly remembered her being darker skinned. I thought. Here's the older. Here's an older photo, just for comparison. Maybe she just wore a certain kind of makeup, or whatever. I think also her hair used to be darker. Yeah, that might be an optical illusion. Like it wasn't as blonde. Yeah. Did a picture of Dave Mustaine? Yeah. No, there's multiple pictures of Dave Mustaine. Just have a little fling with him or something. What is going on? Yeah, he looks so like he years. just finished. Yeah, something. He's like, he just like finished. He, he cracked off a nut. Just yeah, now. <laughs> his face. Oh, there's Phil. Oh, Relevant. oh no. Maybe they were drinking some white wine. She, her face is like he just said white power right in her ear. <laughs> what? <laughs> like what? You know I'm Iranian, right? <laughs> you know I'm light skinned, but he fuck. just meant the streak in her hair. That's all. It was. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. He looks like he's he's using her to prop himself up. By the way, <laughs> is that sure? But yeah. Oh, Dusty Rose uh, no. Muffler said she's Iranian and she's in a hurry. <laughs> <laughs> That's an insider joke for this podcast. Go back in the archives. You're sure to find it. Uh, yeah, so also, I guess the other uh, story is that did you see that there is security footage from the uh, Paul Pelosi uh, invasion, hammer invasion? Yes, I did. Uh, it's pretty wild, uh, I have to say. Uh, it's very graphic, but I also did see like a lot of warnings that said this is so, super graphic. Like, don't let little kids see this. And it wasn't. It kind of hyped it up a little too much. Like, it wasn't. You do see a guy swinging a hammer, but like, you never see. Yeah, you don't contact. see it. Should we play it? Uh, if you want, go ahead. Yeah, your show, man. Yeah, let's play. It's your show. All Wait right. a minute. <laughs> Right, here it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too far. That is too I was wrong. This is a different angle than I saw. Oh. How you doing? What's going on, man? What's doing? going on? By the way, he's holding a hammer right here. You see yeah. it? He's holding the hammer. And here, and so uh, for our audio listeners, this is like a, a, a body cam from the cop. And we're looking at the Pelosi's front door. And you see Paul Pelosi dressed in a what looks like either a button down or some sort of shirt and uh, either short shorts or boxers. It's unclear. And then he is being held by the hand by this invader. Uh, And the invader is like smiling and in a good mood. (laughs) Uh, And so with that said, 
the first thing the cops say are, hey, what's going on? Which doesn't seem like something you say when somebody is like, you know, under duress and being kidnapped. You know, like, what's going on here, guys? Well, they were probably trying to, like, de-escalate because, like, you say the wrong thing and shit might pop off. And it did anyway. (laughs) Cops are are known for de-escalating. Well, it's all white people here, so clearly they're on their best behavior. And it's a rich person's house. Yeah, we're all just hanging out. Oh, they found the hammer. Um, Nope. Hey, 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 hey. What is going on right now? I'm not getting an answer on call. Oh, oh, shit. Really hammered him. And that's really it. You know, then they. I love love the cop going, oh, shit. Like, what did you think was going to happen? Wait, a thing is happening? Oh, 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 shit. I'm supposed to stop that. Oh, fuck. All right. Let's go. Put the hammer down. He just goes, no. And then they just stand there. (laughs) 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 What? So. Then uh, I guess the story uh, that came out this week was that Nancy Pelosi, his wife, Paul Pelosi's wife, his wife, inside stock trader, yeah, <laughs> uh, perform had priests come over and perform an exorcism on the house after her husband was attacked. When Darren sent us the story, I was like, "Is this like an Onion article? Like yeah. this? This sounds like something silly." But no, or or like uh, Newsmax, where they just took a little thing and exaggerated yeah. it. Right, but Newsmax, no. I feel like this would be a positive Pelosi story for their <laughs> readers. Yeah, right. viewers, this is I from guess. a interview with Nancy Pelosi, like a feature with Nancy with Pelosi. her daughter, and her daughter, and her daughter says. Uh, she goes, I, uh, she said, Nancy Pelosi had, well, this, this little blurb reads, Nancy Pelosi had priests perform an exorcism on her house in the wake of the brutal attack that left her husband, Paul hospitalized. This is who's in charge of our country. Yes. I mean, it's (laughs) right. The old Catholic woman. This is what they do. Her daughter told the New York times. I think that weighed really heavy on her soul. I think she felt really guilty. I think that really broke her. <laughs> Pelosi's daughter. Imagine Alexander how her husband's Pelosi. skull felt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he yeah. really broke her. She wasn't even there. Fuck him. <laughs> yeah, what about My me? Soul. <laughs> the sympathy pains are sometimes worse than the actual cracked skull pains. <laughs> Fuck Paul's skull. <laughs> the brain bleed. We were always worried, uh, says Alexandria. It's like our worst fear coming to life. Although Pelosi didn't speak on the exorcism herself, she said she found it unimaginable that in the aftermath of the attack, Republicans mock the attack and Ah. spread baseless conspiracies while her husband was in serious condition. Yeah, who would have expected such a thing? Yeah. When has that ever happened to politics? They said he was was, uh, hit with a claw hammer when clearly it was a ball-peen hammer. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i think they're just well, the, prepping it for like when she gets indicted they're gonna just blame it on the ghost i think that's what the, that's what this whole exorcism is for well you know if if there are evil spirits i think maybe we should perform an exorcism exorcism too to get all the uh, pelosi evil spirits out of the live cast maybe what do you think there's some in your apartment rob well i haven't been here in a few days there might oh, be no I tell you, we can't um, join hands or anything, but maybe we should do like a virtual type of seance or something so we can 
Yeah, let's try do to, a little bit of a seance. Maybe we can contact uh, the guy that haunted, or anyone else who happens to be in the spirit world. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Let's let's get it. Let's get a mood going. Ooh, that's nice. And then, are you there? Are you there? Hello, hello. <laughs> oh, they're gonna go away, Rob. If you do it like that. All right. If there are any ghosts out among us, please show your face. Show yourself to R.I.P. a live cast. Live! Live more than you lived before! Are you there? I think... I'm feeling I something. feel something. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel it? Might just be gas. <laughs> Before the show started, so I can't really verify. But the music is very spooky, at the very least. All right, I think uh, I think I may have entered the mainframe. Ooh, <laughs> oh, how do you like my, oh, my scary God. ghost haunting? I'm just getting a hang of it. Boo! Wait a minute. Oh, have we, oh, have we cha, summoned cha, the cha, spirit? Cha. Is this Jarinsky guy? It's Jarinsky guy. Let me tell oh you something. Oh my God. I miss the hell out of you guys. But you know who I really miss? I don't see him on the screen there. Jarinsky. Where's my little Jew boy buttercup? <laughs> yeah, Jarinsky is a bit of an atheist. He didn't want anything to do with the seance. Nothing to do with the exorcism. Now, Dorinsky guy, we haven't talked about you in a few years. You used to play poker with Darren uh, back when you were alive. You're now dead. Uh, and you had a I'm in between worlds right now is the proper terminology. You're in limbo. Yes. You're limbo. Don't be Patrick Swayze there. Don't be an anti-wokester, Rob. I'm between worlds. <laughs> Between dimensions. No, I did not see Patrick Swayze, yeah. but there is a lot of man meat here. Steve McQueen. Wow, what a prime rib of a man. I love him. <laughs> great, great actor. James Dean got an adorable little tush. Uh, let's see who else is Muammar Gaddafi. What? Great what? He looks amazing in sunglasses. Oh yeah, all the dictators are up here. I just gave a hint to Paul Pot. Wait, in heaven? The dictators are in heaven? Are you sure oh, you're in yeah. heaven? Yeah, the Lord is very forgiven. He does yeah, you do a couple of mass murders. What's the big deal? You know, you look wow. What does that mean in the cosmic scale of things? You know what I'm telling you? But listen, I really want to talk to Dorensky. I wanna I want him to clap my cheeks like he's clapping for Tinkerbell to survive. Where is he hanging out? <laughs> Get him back what in would the you room. If Dorinsky was here, what would you say to him? I would say, Darinsky, you are one handsome, handsome living human being. <laughs> and I wish you were touching my ex-human being. <laughs> Darinsky got your know. human being? <laughs> my being, yeah, touch the bean in the back. Flick the bean. human being. <laughs> I tell you, I heard you guys talking about Nancy Pelosi. Wow, she got some great cans. You know, I don't swing that way, but if I did, I would be all up in those airbags. Holy Moly. I would cover her with my ectoplasm. 
So you you wouldn't you wouldn't go with a girl? There's no buy tendencies in Jarinsky guy. Uh, you know, in a pinch maybe, but I'm an afterlife. I get to do whatever I want. I do actually have some unfinished business before I go into the spirit realm for good. Oh and yeah, what's that? It's to get with Derinsky. <laughs> I got <laughs> to get back down to where at least that's my cover anyway. I don't know if you've heard. <laughs> this has happened maybe since you passed away, but Derinsky's back on the market, actually. So you might yeah, he's oh, legitimately wow. have a chance. Oh, my. You just made my day, Sid. Thank you so much. I'm wondering. Let me ask you guys a question. Let me pose a little poser to you. If you go down to Earth as a ghost... And you go and stand inside somebody's body. Is that like scoring? Are they oh, naked? Let's say they're naked. Then yes. <laughs> All right. And I've been in there several times already. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Did you get enthusiastic consent? I did. I may have or may not have. What's the big deal? Let's not focus oh, on unimportant things. You know what I mean? <laughs> It's different than real, uh, real life sexual intercourse. You Does know consent I mean? exist in the afterlife, or is it? Well, everybody, like... you don't get to be around anyone who don't want to be around you. God has this whole filing system. It's very complicated. I don't totally understand it. And if you really want to boink somebody, and they don't want to boink you, they make some kind of a cloney type thing, and you get to boink that person for eternity. <laughs> That's what it's I was a thinking. Lot of fun. Yeah. But, <laughs> You know, I'm still like, to... oh, go ahead. Uh, I was, was going to say, say, there's, uh, there's, uh, <laughs> there, it sounds like there's all these mini heaven, like each person gets their own yes. mini heaven. Each and, person's uh, in a room forever <laughs> and they have all their sensory pleasures tickled like a prostate. So, do you have any other want now that you've been so fulfilled? Like, what is left to want? I could go for a good Shvilyadel, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Maybe like a nice uh, Leone's hero or Ooh. something. Oh. We can make that happen, possibly. Maybe a really? John's. I might have to think about haunting South Brooklyn again. <laughs> All right, my connection's fading. I'm going to get back to it. Boo, I'm a ghost. Boo, boo. Great talking to you. <laughs> tell Doretsky I love his little cheeks. I love all you. <laughs> I love the live cast fans. And I'll see you next time. Boo! Bye, Derinsky guy. We all love right, you. Bye, Derinsky guy. That was lovely. Oh, all right. And, and all right. that's our seance. What a what a wonderful man. We're so glad we were able. We were so glad that Nancy Pelosi inspired us to uh to uh, just, uh, you know, uh, have our own little seance and, and bring back such an important member of live cast history. RIP this uh, week stands for Rob is Pelosi. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if we could look at her cans all day. <laughs> Can see Pelosi. What happened with that seance? Did I miss anything? Oh, Darren, you missed the Jarinsky guy. We, uh, we brought oh. him back and oh, he really oh. wanted to be inside of you and actually That's may terrible. have. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if you ever felt it, but apparently you ever felt any like like gust of wind or something, uh, or like some shiver in your spine, an invisible had... hand stroking the shaft of your penis. I had a really <laughs> bad gas the other day, but I thought it was from White Castle. So <laughs> I guess maybe it was him. I, so, you know what? Let him have fun. Yeah, I didn't. If I barely <laughs> noticed fun. it, he was a good guy. R.I.P.
R.I.P. Also, this week stands for R.I.P. For real. <laughs> Rest in purgatory, because it doesn't sound like he's made it into heaven heaven yet. Well, he seemed happy wherever he was. He seemed like he was having a good time. Yeah. All right, good for him. Him and Muammar Gaddafi. <laughs> and Paul and Paul Pot. <laughs> Wait, how do you know he said that? I thought you were here. I went back and listened to the to the uh, playback. <laughs> you reviewed the tape. Yes. <laughs> Ultimate professionalism. <clears throat> See what else is going on in the world? Is it just me? Oh. The guy who hammered Pelosi's husband's skull looks sort of like comedian T.J. Miller. Um know who that mm. looks like but i thought he looked a little bit like zach galifianakis similar strain of fat oh, comedian is, is jay miller the guy that it was the amazing atheist because he looks like that guy i don't know who that is he's like some blogger that's like an atheist but also very like out there and edgy like on purpose to offend people now tj miller no, he's just like uh, a standard stand-up comedian he was on silicon valley he was in the cloverfield movie he was in some okay. Transformers movies, and then it got canceled for like sexually harassing women. Let me see a picture. I uh, ran into him. Uh, oh, oh, I see. That's not yeah, this is, that looks this like is, him for sure. That's also not Ron oh. Jeremy's belly button. Congrats, oh, that Ron. was the actual guy. That's why it looked. Yeah, like this is TJ. This Miller. Is oh, oh. Uh, I actually ran it. Ran into him on like St. Mark's on Halloween last year. It was so random. TJ Miller. But uh, yes, but I, I, I David did he have a hat? Yeah. I didn't say anything because it was like, who cares about TJ Miller anymore? Yeah. Two years before, I would have cared. Uh, but yeah, here's David DePepe. This bad. is the guy who put up the a amazing atheist. See if he looks like that guy, too. I think he does. Well, the hair's different. Okay, I could see it. The facial hair's different, but same guy. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He looks sort of like chubby Kurt Cobain. Yes, that's a good one. <laughs> There's Roger me. David the Poop. <laughs> oh no, similar search results. Weird. Thank God. They really broke <laughs> the mold when they made yes, Roger. One, one, one of a Do kind. Do they? You know they sell like you know molds of uh, like the rubber pussies of porn stars and cocks of porn yeah. stars. Do they sell Roger me's belly button? <laughs> I don't think so. No, Can we get that. I'd purchase that. Make a necklace out of it, maybe. Oh, <laughs> like Flavor Flav's clock, but it's just Rod Jeremy's belly button around my neck. Is there any legit, like a, a female porn star uh, whose body part you would like unironically wear uh, at a necklace? No, uh, that why? That's weird. No, if you had so. to wear one, who's who's? If I had it? to, it, it it has to be a vagina. Yes, let's say a vagina. Huh. Who has the best vagina in porn history? That's, I don't know. They're all like snowflakes. There's I no have best one. Worst. Okay. Well, that should, and they should be able to rank them if they're all different. Uh, Christy Canyon is my favorite vagina. Okay. Ooh. See, that's not a thing I remember about her. The other features are so standout that I never really focused on that one. Um. Yeah, I don't know. She's just probably the first porn star that I I followed her career as opposed to just getting to see a random scene because I was a mm -hmm. kid, and she was like perfect to me. I just loved like her little kind of 
not little, but her her natural looking breasts and like perfectly she kept her pubic hair trimmed in a like a patented way, like it was consistently the same all the time. She had just a beautiful shaped vagina, <laughs> lips. I, I'm giving you detail of why I found her attractive. Was, yeah, look, hey. And everything else too, like her face was beautiful. She had a wonderful demeanor, like a real sexual energy, didn't feel faked. I can't disagree with any of it. Hey, you laughing my your ass <laughs> off. At me, the, spe- <laughs> the seriousness and specificity cracked me up, but I can't oh, disagree okay. with any of it. <laughs> well, I like to be serious and specific. Uh, Dusty Rhodes Muffler. Serious topic. <laughs> Dusty says, do you prefer in or out of vagina? I don't know what that means. If you could give me details, I'll tell you. The lips, if they are tucked in or they sort of flop out. Oh, I'd say maybe halfway on the scale of those two things. You know, a slight outie, maybe. Rob, I don't, I don't like when it's completely. <laughs> I like it all the way in. I don't want to see any of that. that <laughs> what some... if it's out and it's hanging down six inches and has a mushroom tip? I oh, assume, talk. <laughs> I assume. I assume uh, well, there are women with extremely large clits that yeah. sort of resemble a small penis. Yeah, yeah, certainly, and there—I mean, there's also trans men, uh, of course, right? Uh, uh, but um, yeah, I don't. <laughs> I, I wouldn't say I'm a vagina connoisseur. That's a drop. Fair, but do you? Do you like, <laughs> so serious question though. Do you not? Maybe you don't find them attractive, but do you find vaginas aesthetically pleasing? Yeah, like a nice tucked-in vagina. It's aesthetically it's like, <laughs> <laughs> looks like a. It looks like a fresh apricot. <laughs> You know, the ones that I'm less attracted to, and this is not shaming, it's my preference. They don't look bad, but the ones that are more closed in, like they sort of, I guess that would be an in, in innie, uh, but they look mm-hmm. kind of like a baseball mitt, I guess you would say. Like the lips are all, all internal. Again, yeah, not shaming. Like. It, if you have that vagina, it's just a preference. I don't mean that you look bad mm-hmm. or anything. But I like the more open, flowery kind, like the Georgia O'Keeffe. You know. <laughs> Georgia O'Keeffe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How did we get on this topic? Rob Jeremy's uh Ron Jeremy's belly yeah. button. It always goes back to that. It's like the origin <laughs> of the, it's like the big bang. It just creates everything. How is there not on our Discord, which everybody should join? How is there not like an emoji of Ron Jeremy's yes. belly button yet? Do Rob, they have to? That's a good question. Do they have it to? It doesn't be- really Without Hope the like, context of Ron Jeremy, it doesn't uh, – you can't tell what it is. Then get the whole thing in there just like that. Just does a Discord – I was yeah. going to say, though, just out of curiosity, does a Discord emoji have to be, like, safe, you know, vetted? Or will they kick it off or, or ban your channel? I if it's like, I, I if you put it, a penis on there or something? I mean, do, I I've heard people talk room. about how they put porn on Discord servers. So if you could just straight up put porn, then I don't see how – this would right, be but issue, they may, right? you may have to designate it like mm. 18 or over or something. I think but we should find out. They're not naked. Yeah. Dusty Rhodes says, get an emoji of the painting. I think he means the painting on Ron Jeremy's wall? I guess so. <laughs> or a Georgia O'Keeffe painting that I just yeah, We could do both. Would it be funny if Ron had a Georgia O'Keeffe painting on his wall there? <laughs> do you think Ron ever fucked Georgia O'Keeffe? That's also I mean, possible. they're in the same age window. How it's old possible. is Georgia? Is she still alive? I don't know. No, I don't think so. 
Maybe I don't want to. Oh, she died in 1986. No. Yeah. So maybe. Well, he was certainly that. alive and an adult. In but she, <laughs> she was born in 1887. Do you think Ron is turning down a lot of sex? I no, definitely not. But age-based I, discrimination. I think he would have broken her. Oh, maybe that's why she died. <laughs> maybe he was fucking her during the seventh game of the Mets World Series, and they got so excited that he that he cracked her in half. He was pounding away on a 99-year-old woman. It's fucked up. It's like fucking Daryl Strawberry. Did you see that? <laughs> he probably is a Mets fan, right? Are you in New Yorker? He's from Queens. Possible. Oh, that I didn't know. Yeah. Whoa. I briefly went to the his uh, high school alma mater. I suddenly oh. question whether he's guilty now. No. <laughs> Joke. Joke. Plenty of shitty people are Mets fans. Yes. Chris Christie. That's one for sure. Yeah. I can't Very think of any off. other ones right now. <laughs> there are definitely other ones, but I'm also. Oh, uh, Jim Brewer. There you go. Yeah. Oh, Bill O'Reilly. Yes. He's a big Mets fan. Bill Maher. Bill Maher, horrible person. Does big he Mets still fan. own a portion of the team? Because when the yeah. Wilpons well, were owners, he bought a minority stake. No, what happened was. Like the the Wilpons were like I think fifty one or fifty five percent owners. They sold up like minority stakes. It was like of vanity like, purchases, basically. Like, yeah, like point one percent each. Yeah. And then all those people kept those shares when they sold it to Steve Cohen. Okay. But the Wilpons became one of those minority owners as well. Okay, so they still own part of the team. So they can show up to events and make everybody uncomfortable. They're just very uncomfortable people. Yeah. Schmooze with Bill Maher. You know, they have a lot in common with Bill Maher, personality-wise, <laughs> I would say. Yeah. <laughs> so and we're talking about the, sorry, Rob, we were just, if you're confused by that, the Wilpons were the former owners of the New York Mets. Yeah. And they sold it two were. years ago. Yeah. Well, I wasn't talking to you, Rob. I know you know. Screw them. Screw the, screw the listeners. They should not. No, no, no. Uh, I was just going to say that our Facebook video has already been covered up uh, because of the Paul Pelosi video. Not the Roger Irby stuff. The Paul really? Pelosi that's video. fine. Not taken that's, down, though. Just, no, just it, you have to like, it's like this video features sensitive okay. content. That's fine. His skull, I'm sure, was very sensitive after they cracked it open. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna, uh, they're gonna. People are gonna think it was the Ron Jeremy thing when they click through. They're never gonna even <laughs> think of the hammer, hammer guy. Can we can we answer this question that we got last week from Gabagool that we teased and we didn't oh, answer? Yeah. Let's get That's to make right. sure read we get it. to that. What was that? Can you read it? Sure, it's very long. Uh, can I ask y'all if anyone has any advice? I live in Quebec and I'm a massive fan of black metal. We have an amazing scene musically, but as you can imagine, it's littered with fascists and separatists. I'm English, so obviously I think separatism is fucking stupid. And the concern about preserving the Quebecois culture is a bit comical. It's not in danger of getting lost. This is not New York City where I can pick and choose what shows to go to. There is one dude who puts on these concerts and owns the record labels. So essentially, I cannot see a local band without them being connected to each other. Aside from me putting on my own concerts, there's not much I can do. Do I just only go see the large black metal bands and come by on tour? Sometimes these large bands even headline local festivals. Seems like a shame. I don't know. Is anyone in a similar situation? For a bit of context, the Quebecois people have historically been marginalized, but for the last 200 years or so have returned to power. 
They are the majority, but they act like they are oppressed. It's pretty hilarious and sad. So these bands are kind of proud of their ancestors fighting to preserve their rights, blah, blah, blah. It's kind of blood and soil shit, fascist stuff. So what what are they afraid of happening if they go to the show? Like interacting. He's saying the people, people that promote the shows are those type of people. It sounds like, and he's, so it, his concern is if he goes, he's like funding or supporting yeah. this type of people. I well, can I answer first, or do you have a thought? Of course, go for it. Go ahead. No, I my well, I've struggled with not specifically this issue, but other things like owning a soda stream that comes from Israel. Or, you know, other things like that. And it's a valid concern. I think you're. it shows that you're a good person, that you're even thinking about this. So I commend you for that. My answer is there is no ethical consumption under capitalism. No matter what you do, no matter how you spend money, you're supporting something shitty. So if that's all you're concerned about, don't worry about it. Un unless you're if you were directly donating to a Nazi cause or something. But you know what I mean? I know you wouldn't do that. So that's like a moot point. But if you're just going to see a show you like, go to see the show and enjoy yourself. I would not harbor any guilt about that. What I thought uh, may have also been an issue is that when you go to these shows, you're running into these horrible people, which is a different story. You may not want to deal with that. So I understand that. But I, if you like a show, you want to see a show... You know, I wouldn't struggle too much with that or lose sleep over it. Yeah, I mostly agree. I don't think like you not going to the show is not going to do anything to stop the show from happening. All that happens is you're missing out on other bands that you would want to see. Uh, and so, yeah, I think I think uh, I, I basically echo what Darren says. Uh, perhaps if there is a band performing with not fresh ideology. You can step outside for that band. You know, you don't have to. You don't have to be physically or there. Or just avoid that particular show. Yeah, or don't go to that show. Yeah, don't go to every show. But if if a band you want to see is going, like you gotta see it, baby. Like, look, I I'll say, it, like, I still listen to Pantera. I'm I'm probably not gonna go see them live, but uh, don't really care that much. But you know, the music's still fun, even though the people making it. Have I also can I say something, thing. even though we joke around about Pantera. Like, I really don't think that he's a horrible person. I don't think he's like an outright Nazi. I do think he's got some bad ideas and he's a, you know, basically a cracker and he was raised in the South and he's like got some old shitty ideas. I would say that I don't think he's like actively like lynching, you know, pro lynching people. And yeah. I, I believe he's what more it an edgelord than actually believes most yes, of that stuff. 100% agree. I wouldn't. He and doesn't go in the bin where I'd even consider boycotting a band. You know, really, I think nothing. It wouldn't have been that bad if he had just apologized right away. But yeah, he just handled the situation doubled. really poorly. Because but it was, was great like, for us. Oh yeah, <laughs> we went to town. But yeah, those are some of my. There's a, also a clip of ours on YouTube somewhere where we just cover his apology for like eleven or twelve minutes. And the one fucking, where he's like sitting on a back porch. Yes. Just like something transpired <laughs> up on the stage. Yeah. And he's like, man, I got to <laughs> talk to y'all. <laughs> I am so sorry from the bottom of my heart. <laughs> and he was all apologetic in that. But then a few weeks later, didn't he do like an interview with Eddie Trunk when he was all defiant again? About like, Rob. I think. He was upset well, wasn't about it Rob, Rob Flynn. 
It well, was Rob Flynn, I think. No, Rob Flynn, no, yeah. No, no, no. And no, the media. I'm not, I'm not confusing Rob with Rob Flynn. He did mention Rob Flynn, but he also said those shitty bloggers. Oh, yeah, so yeah, it yeah. was like Rob, you know, yeah. not saying yeah, yeah. Rob. Robert Pazabini or whatever his name is. <laughs> you guys in Metal Sucks really did a number on poor old Phil. Mm-hmm. It's not right. Not like it's it's because of us he can't play Germany now. That's why you left the site because you were so upset at how the metal injection was treating him, mm-hmm. right? Right. Part of it. Clearly, that's why you had to sell. <laughs> to protest. Uh, and uh, all right. Well, I think uh, we we've done our, our. Of course, you could send questions if you have questions like that. Send them whenever you want. RIP a live cast at gmail dot com. We love or to the hear Discord. from you. Or yeah, hang out in our Discord. Uh, the invite is, is on our website, ripalivecast.com. Discord is just a chatting app. You hop in there, you can tag, hang out with us. We share some links. We got other people sharing links in there. Jack it's links. fun times. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I also want to mention our Patreon, patreon.com slash ripalivecast. Five bucks a month gets you access to Two bonus episodes a month and our entire archive of like a hundred bonus episodes. M- most of them timeless. Uh, we have watch alongs. We have, uh, we induct classic characters and moments and videos into the live cast hall of fame. We have about seven episodes of that. How soon before we do an entire hall of fame episode about Ron Jeremy's belly button? What's the, <laughs> what's the window before we can. Just, I mean, it has to be. It's a lifetime achievement induction. That's that's the episode where we actually show what's below the belly button. (laughs) You gotta pay for that, folks. That's the thing. The Patreon it gets a little wild. (laughs) And in fact, uh, later this week on Wednesday, a new episode is popping up, which is essentially a whole new episode of the show. Uh, We do a full episode, basically of. Going through a lot of weird, uh, relatively timeless links that we that we've had uh, just in our queue of uh, of links to get through that we haven't gotten through yet, and we were like, let's just do a special episode with all these weird stories about sexual things, and one of them is about Vladimir Putin. And uh, I'm trying to remember what what some of the other links were. Do you guys remember? There was a priest who was caught having sex with uh, some adult actresses on the altar in New Orleans. That's right. That's right. Oh, and we 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 delve into the subreddit big oh, dick yeah. problems. So we talk about big dick problems. We talk about small dick problems. Jizz jewelry. We talk about dicks. Oh yeah. Jizz. We talk about a man who was not able to get a job because of the size of his big dick. So there's a lot of dicks. Dirty dicks. It's a very dicky episode. I would say. Uh, and that's how, that's coming up on Wednesday. Uh, so if you're enticed enough to for that particular episode, sign up on Wednesday. Otherwise, sign up right away. Yeah. Actually, I think you could sign. It's all prorated now, so you can sign up whenever you want. Yeah. Dirty uh, dick. And uh, you know, so much great stuff in the archives. And uh, I'm going to talk about our top live cast fans of the week in a moment. But first, I want to talk about. Our Spotify playlist. Every week, we each pick a song, dump it on the playlist. You can listen for free. There's like three days of music now. It's a lot. It's Woodstock. <laughs> it's Woodstock on your phone. Yeah. 
And um, my pick this week is from Ambient House Legends, The Orb. And uh, the song is Toxigene. It's a very fun song. It sounds like it could be a Sonic the Hedgehog level music or like a chase scene in uh, Speed Racer or something like that. So it's a really fun little little ditty that I think you'll enjoy. And uh, Darren, what did you pick? You picked a little silly song. A very silly song, but I enjoy it. It's called uh, It's Okay If You Poop Slash Pee Your Pants Sometimes. <laughs> by Papa, Razzi, and the Photogs. I don't know. I stumbled across this song. It seemed very silly, uh, and it is very silly, but it's catchy. And it's very uplifting lyrics, actually. It's about uh, exactly what it says. It's about if you poop or pee your pants sometimes, don't be ashamed. Don't feel bad. If you do uh, do it more than a couple of times a week, you should probably put a diaper on. But there's nothing. So this isn't aimed at children. It's aimed at adults. Yes. Oh, definitely. Yes. But, you know, the thing is, after I proposed this song, I went back in this guy's catalog. And this song, this album that this is on is a lot of sort of things like that, like good advice. Don't do drugs is one of them. <laughs> Rob, you might not like Sorry, that. Rob. Respect authority and police. I like guys. Uh, I'm very deep and poetic, don't you think? Uh, always tell the truth. Don't say bad words ever. But then I looked at his other uh, works, and a lot of them are just um, sort of like kind of creeping on actresses what like and actors to too actually male actors and all right uh women love jared padalecki a lot is one song <laughs> there should be no songs written about jared padalecki bella thorne is a teen sensation okay sebastian okay. stan is a wonderful man <laughs> uh, jason momoa be a cool dude always ladies love justin bieber is this just uh, like Randy Rainbow's alternate personality or something? Probably. That's, that's very. Kit Harrington is a wonderful guy. And then it, that's all one album. And then on this. Oh, and Jeremy Renner, you are a good actor. <laughs> is this Wesley and, Willis? And then finally, don't do LSD. Rob, <laughs> on the sorry, same album yeah. with all the actors songs. Well, to be fair, just... I haven't done LSD. Oh, no, wait. I did it last year. <laughs> I did it a year. I thought I was the one, only one who did it on this show. No, I've done it before. It was one of the worst days of my life. Like, not just a drug-using experience, but one of the worst days of my life. I saw the movie Mortal Kombat, the first one. And I remember uh, there's a part in the movie where the, the Shang Tsung goes, people, someone's pulling up a manhole. And as I'm walking out, I started seeing, like, myself pulling the manhole up and spirits coming out from the sewer and stuff and uh, lots of other hallucinations and it made me very scared i felt like i was losing my mind i remember you said that you were you were seeing a visualization and you closed your eyes and you still saw the, the same uh, yes. visualization i was like i couldn't uh, close no not just that it was like i saw the natural field of what was in front of me like you know my room or whatever and then i would close my eyes and i would still see the exact same thing Right. So yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. I couldn't close my eyes, which is a nightmare. Mm -hmm. Well, it sounds like you took a little too much. <laughs> I think a combination of things. I did take too much, and you're right. But also, I'm not equipped to handle LSD mentally. Mm -hmm. That's fair. Yeah, it's not for everyone. 
Yeah, I did some uh, last year, and it was just pretty mild. Um, it, I, it was it wasn't nearly as much. Some on the beach in Mexico where it's safe. Mm. Oh, I also have a little addendum to that story, or a, pre a prequel, oh. I should say. Before the reason I did this acid was because I was uh, had a friend <laughs> who was like he spent the first twenty one or so years of his life being a complete and total nerd, didn't get laid, and didn't like he was very socially awkward. And when we started becoming friends and it just happened to, and it wasn't because of me, he just coincided with him being like fed up with that. And he had to now have every tactile experience in the world. So he was talking to every girl. He was fuck, And he was a pretty decent looking guy, you know, average looking guy. He just was a very shy before he broke out of his shell, started doing every drug, started doing sports. He did everything he could possibly do in the world, climbing shit, you know, going on climbs. And he insisted that we do acid. And he was the guy I went to Woodstock with, '94, oh. mm. and that's when I had that experience with. And it, but we did acid at Woodstock, but it didn't kick for either of us. Like he got some bad shit or like duds, mm. and we didn't get high at all. And I was like, in my head, I'm like, good. Like this yeah. is, thank goodness I shouldn't have done this in the first place. I was 20. And then, yeah. But then he persisted later on, like the week later, two weeks later. He was like, "We're doing this. Like you're doing it with me. I've never done acid before." I was like, "Okay, fuck it." And I did it, and it was miserable. So what ended up happening with that guy? Yeah, uh, we was, we were friends for five, six, seven years or something, and then we just drifted apart. I don't really remember. I remember he worked he worked for a movie company. Okay. Some kind. I'll have to look it up. I don't remember the name, but but at least all his experimentation didn't lead to instant death. So no, no, thing. no. He was a very together guy. Like he okay. just had a phase. Like he had a phase where he had to do all this shit. His and name is George he... Santos. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was actually doing these things. So I, I, I was there. I can verify. Well, not the sex. Well, he did have sex with me in the same well, uh, apartment, but not in oh. the same room. I'm not in the same room. All right. I'm going. I'm telling so many stories, but right you know, out of nowhere at the end of the show. But the guy, maybe I'll tell this next time. His girlfriend approached me to have a threesome with him mm -hmm. and her without telling him. Or did she just say she wasn't telling him because he, she didn't want you to know that he wanted one? I would have suspected that, except he got really pissed about it. Oh, okay. And didn't want to participate. And did I you agree want... to? Oh, okay. No, no, no. I wouldn't. I'm. That's not my thing at all. I'm. I'm too yeah. much in my own head to have to do that. Yeah. Uh, but... Maybe if they asked you while you were on acid. Right. She was very attractive, though. It sounds like we have to all do acid on air. Like that could be a Patreon oh. episode. No. Oh, this that wasn't by the way, that story I just told had nothing to do with acid. That was like before like, oh, okay. Before we did the acid, but in the middle of his phase of like fucking uh, being in a different with a different girl in a relationship every week. Sorry for well, that sidebar. Uh, no, that was great. Uh let's uh, wrap it up with the top live cast fans I, of the week. I didn't say my song. Oh, sorry. What was can your song? I, can I say my song? Tom Verlaine <laughs> from the band Television died this weekend. So when Aww. when a musician dies, I tend to be like, "Oh, that's an easy uh, playlist song choice for me." Then cool, I'll just pick the song from the dead guy. And so that's what I did. I picked uh, oh, the so song "See No Evil" from Television. R.I.P. Tom Verlaine. R.I.P. Uh, R.I.P. Oh, cool. Verlaine. Yeah. 
now you could go uh, ahead and do the shout outs. Yeah, so we got the top livecast fans of the week. If you want to throw us a few extra bones, 10 bucks a month gets you a shout out at the end of the show, which is right now. Darren, how do you feel about doing it as Phil and Selmo apologizing? <laughs> this could get uh very uh edgy i don't afraid I'm afraid of where it's gonna go in my mind hopefully you don't have any shows booked in germany <laughs> eric benjamin dan r i'm sorry what i said about you guys i really take it back i never should have said you look like the three stooges that was awful of me that's horrible <laughs> Sam, I am Mindy Mays Keeper, especially you. I'm sorry for all those Jew jokes that I cracked. (laughs) You told me what a keeper was, and I'm very educated now on the topic. Gender and shasur shashishits. I'm sorry I made fun of your very ethnic sounding names. Uh, (laughs) Cattle decaf. I'm sorry. I called you Sanka. That was a low blow. <laughs> Nobody under 95 likes Sanka. <laughs> Rob a Vampiro. The only Vampiro I knew was that Mexican guy. And I said a whole bunch of stuff related to chimichangas. And I am so sorry to both you and Hugo Likes Tacos for very obvious reasons uh lando danks i'm very very sorry for not getting the joke that it's about weed and butter that was my (laughs) fault i'm a little slow when i'm not doing racism la croix i'm sorry i said you were not fizzy enough that was very insensitive of me Corey, scotty h doug pigman I actually don't remember what I said to you, but uh, <laughs> I'm very, very sorry for it. It's pretty <laughs> Douglas, who are you, Levison? I'm sorry. I said you were two foot seven with no lower body. You're actually three foot seven with no lo- lower body. And hey, guys, it's Josh. I'm so sorry I compared you to Ron Jeremy's belly button. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> God bless Texas, everybody. <laughs> All right. Uh, With that, we will be back next Saturday at our regular time, uh, noon Eastern. And uh, hopefully you can tune on uh, then. Till then, we'll see you on our our Discord. Come hang out with us. It'd be nice. Please. Bye-bye. Bye.